This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Bedford, we've been doing giveaways all day long. And remember, Miller Lite will be giving away a pair of Cowboys-Eagles tickets. If you want to make your way out here so you can sign up for the giveaways, please do that and hang out with us, too. From the 214 Credibility Report, Shohei is in Dallas looking at apartment, apartments in Midtown. I don't. Are you saying you don't believe that, Kevin? I don't. He might be looking at apartment buildings. <laughs> and he ain't looking at singular apartments. He's like, up I there. want to buy this no, section of no, DFW. No, no. <laughs> that voice that you just heard is Corey Majors, and it's time for the C Block with the aforementioned Corey Majors. Uh, our good friend Chris Strong is going to let us know when Kyle is on because he just texted me back and said that he is ready to rock. So we will get to that imminently, Kevin. But I did want to get to this real quickly the five funniest bowl names of all time. Okay. And this is from Barstool Sports, Kevin. I know you're not a big – you are always a proponent of me trying to find a list from Barstool. Uh, you know what? We will kill that idea for right now. Because of Kyle? Because Kyle is already and available to us at, sure. this mi- at this moment. It is Kyle Yeomans from DallasCowboys.com, and he previously called a Cowboys game. Is that the case this week, Kyle? <laughs> Uh, no, Brad Sham will be back in the booth. Uh, if everything goes to plan, he will be back in his uh, legendary chair and legendary role, and you'll get to hear the, the pipes of Brad Sham back on the radio this week. Don't let your guard down, though, because that's what you thought that other <laughs> no, time. No. So make sure you stay ready. And also, as we're getting ready for the Christmas season, I wanted to see what you would think about this to troll an Eagles fan. I'm setting okay. up my inflatable Santa and putting a sign on it that said, Eagles fans, please do not throw snowballs or boo this Santa. <laughs> I like it. I mean, anytime that you can, it you can like troll it. Eagles fans. Well, I, th- I thought there might be a little more to it. I thought maybe maybe you were going to post it online or maybe maybe pin it to like a Reddit board for, for Eagles fans. and just. So you're saying I need to up my game. Thing out. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think I think if you're going to troll them, I want to troll okay. them to the full extent. I, Fair I, enough. I mean, we've seen Eagles fans before. They don't get slowed down by somebody just saying that. Oh, I throw snowballs. That 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 encourages them to throw more snowballs. So I think I think a little bit more extra spice into it would go a long way. Yeah, if you, uh, I'm the, of uh, the opinion, Kevin. If you left a knife next to that inflatable Santa, that they wouldn't even <laughs> use it. They would just have their own to stab the inflatable Santa with. So yeah, it, w- it wouldn't even be touched. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, at all. Uh, now, Kyle, this uh, this this team, this we've seen kind of some numbers about this Eagles team over the last few weeks that have shown maybe they aren't at the peak of their game. What are you seeing that intrigues you? That thinks that that gives the Cowboys their best advantage. Yeah, and all, most of those numbers are on the defensive side. I mean, this is a team that ranks bottom five in, in multiple major categories. And I think if 
if you look at the way that they line up, the, the number one thing that stands out to me is, is the deep ball effect. And this is a team in Philadelphia that gives up, uh, gives up big plays. They give up opportunities to opponents. And uh, San Francisco was able to take advantage of that. There were other teams uh, Philadelphia has played down the stretch here that, that maybe they would have eked out a win, but they, they certainly gave up opportunities. And Dallas has, has started to find the go ball. They've started to find – Dak and, and CD's rhythm and Jake Ferguson over the middle and and I think if if they can continue to to work that in maybe it's not the number one part of their game plan that uh, that would be successful but it's certainly a, a window of opportunity on three or four occasions throughout the night on Sunday night that they could possibly try and strike for the long ball and if it works out it works out and it's able to get the crowd on your side. I don't think Corey totally agrees with my theory here but i'm gonna pitch it out <laughs> this is an this is an mvp elimination game as well oh okay do you do you think both of these guys have to be thrown into the mvp conversation because i'm i don't know if it's just because it's old school or what but this season outside of dak i think dak has certainly played at a high enough level to be in the conversation but Brock Purdy and, and Jalen Hurts are playing good. They're not playing elite-level football. They're playing good yeah. football. They're yeah. not playing elite-level football. I would much rather give it to a guy like Tyree Kill or uh, a guy like Christian McCaffrey who are playing elite-level football for their position group. And I, I think there's a chance that, like you said, if, if Dak comes out on top, maybe he's the MVP frontrunner. Uh, if Jalen Hurts comes out on top, I'm sure he'll probably still be in the mix. But I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable giving it to uh, a quarterback who has thrown double-digit interceptions, has put his t- his team in tough situations, and basically had to claw their way out of trouble on multiple occasions throughout the year as your MVP candidate. I want somebody that's elite level at whatever they're doing. And right now, I think Dak has been elite level. I think Tyreek Hill's been elite level as a wide receiver, and Christian McCaffrey's been at, at the same thing for a running back. So that's that's my take on it. I think, okay. of course, the the realistic side of it is that it's a quarterback award, and it and it will be a quarterback award. But I, I just feel like if there were a year to do it, this would probably be the year to give it to a non-quarterback. And look, Kyle, I, I want to make this clear. I agree with all of your logic. That is just yeah. not the way – that the NFL MVP committee does no. it. The one, the one exception, like if you look in the last 14 years, not only have 13 of those 14 quarterback uh, MVPs been quarterbacks, 11 of them were the quarterback for the number one seed. Two of them were a quarterback for a number two seed. And the outlier is Adrian Peterson when he had more than 2,000 yards. So I, I'm definitely with yeah. you that if Tyreek Hill puts up 2,000, 2,150 yards, whatever the case is, is I I think he should be a stronger MVP candidate. But just looking at the way Vegas has it, they've got it as a three-horse race, and these are two of the three horses along with Purdy. And and I agree. I think that's the way that it would go. I just I just think it's dumb. If I'm being I honest, get you. I, I think for sure. You give it you give it MVP. It's the most valuable most valuable player, as opposed to the MVQ. It's not the most valuable quarterback. And I get quarterback is the most valued position in sports, but in a year like this where there have been injuries or up and down roller coaster play or just these these juggernaut of teams. That's the thing about Philadelphia 
and San Francisco is they have so much built around those guys that it's hard for them to fail. It's hard for Brock Purdy to fail. It's hard for Jalen Hurts to fail, and that's a credit to the front office. And I, and I get that they would probably be in that conversation. If that's the case, then, then yeah, I think you're on to something with this being an MVP elimination game. Uh, but I still think Philly could certainly win the division even if they lose this game because oh, for sure. tiebreakers and all that stuff down the road, it, it's going to get crazy. And nothing ever happens the way that you anticipated in the NFL either. It, it's it's a guessing game uh, almost nine times out of ten. That is very true. And, and, and I'm with you. And in terms of they just shifted offensive player of the year to best non-quarterback. So that, sure. that, that, that's been something I've noticed as well. But you brought up the tiebreakers. <laughs> is it, it's it's simple as this though if the cowboys lose this game they have no chance to win this division they will be the number five seed yeah pretty much i mean of course something crazy can happen and philadelphia could go on a on a stretch where they're losing to teams that they should not lose to but i i agree i with should you. have I said very little chance i i, I, I revise very, i revise very small very small chance because if, if Dallas loses, then not only are they two games back, but they're also two tiebreakers back. And actually, I think it might be three tiebreakers back. So if you're losing the, those tiebreakers and you're losing ground in the division, we only have five games left now, and, and that's with four games to play. It would be uh, a, a foregone conclusion, I think, that Philadelphia would repeat for the first time since 2004. So – if you win this game, it, it helps you with, of course, positioning prior to the tiebreaker. You're at least tied in the standings. Then you own a couple tiebreakers, but you just own one that's a little bit further down the list. If Dallas wins this game, they would need to cheer for the Giants to win one of their two matchups down the stretch and try and even out the NFC East divisional tiebreaker, and that would help a long way as, uh, as to how Cowboys fans would, would not only be fighting for the division, but also for the number one seed. The Seahawks would help as well because of common yeah. opponent record as one of those tiebreakers. So yep. I, I'm, I'm with you, man, for sure. That'd be a fun so. one next week. I, I think that could be a sneaky good game from Seattle because Seattle plays San Francisco this week, and then it's just pure desperation going up against Philadelphia. So don't count out the Seahawks to get that one either. I do know that uh, it sounds like I'm, I'm very curious because Sean Mannion was just called up to the roster because of Geno Smith's groin injury. So I am kind of mm-hmm. curious. Is it, hey, I just want to try and avoid getting hit by the Niners, and then we'll worry about Philadelphia next week. So hold week. on. Are you killing our enthusiasm <laughs> for Seattle? No, no. They can still beat Philly next week. You okay. know, I mean, okay. This week he's like, hey, i got to take off just a little bit. Uh, Kyle, I am. Kevin is very afraid of A.J. Brown. Uh, and I know Devontae Smith's name has popped up so many times in this conversation. And obviously what we saw with Bland last week, there were some some moments. Uh, but I, I know Goddard is missing. has got to be a big factor in what their offense is too. Yeah, yeah, Goddard is, is an unsung hero in that offense. Kind of like how Jake Ferguson's been an unsung hero uh, in the Cowboys offense. The fact He that was it for me it, last it, week, man. He was insane last yeah. week. He was he was a ton of fun to watch, and uh, of course he had the touchdown late that kind of like vaulted the stat line. But he's been uh, not only a safety blanket but a tone setter for the offense. And, and Dallas Goddard does the same thing for Philadelphia. And I, I Kevin, I don't I don't blame you for being uh, scared about AJ Brown. Sure. And Corey, I don't I don't blame you for being scared about these weapons on the outside. They're phenomenal. 
the one thing that I think you can take solace in is I, going back and watching Deron Bland face DK Metcalf, I don't think there's a worse matchup for Deron Bland in the NFL than DK Metcalf, and that includes A.J. Brown. Now, A.J. Brown's a phenomenal player, and I still think he, he's going to get his fill, but Dallas was able to limit A.J. and Devontae in the first meeting back in Week 9 without Trayvon Diggs in the fold and without really uh, a, a, a different look than what they're going to have this week. I think it's the same real personnel that Dallas put out there against Philly the first time around, and they were able to limit them. So uh, it's been put on on tape before. It's They've shown a track record that they can slow down these weapons. A.J. Brown is not nearly as big, and he's not as, as, as fast as D.K. Metcalf. Now, he is bigger, and he is quick. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the same level of mismatch that I think D.K. Metcalf brought about uh, on top of, of Deron Bland last week and, and a matchup that really provided Bland some trouble throughout the game. I think Corey corrected me on this earlier in the show is in addition to the divisional ramifications, MVP ramifications, I was thinking about this as a game that will just shut people up in terms of if the Cowboys win. Well, they haven't beaten anybody. They haven't played any good teams. And Corey says he thinks it will shift to, hey, but you still can't beat the 49ers. Is that what you think would likely happen if the Cowboys do win this game? Then they'd be 10-3. and It feels hard to argue against that. But I do feel like... the goalpost any chance you get, man. Yeah. Do you feel like the goalposts would be moved again to... Well, wake me when we get to the playoffs, which I do understand that complaint. Yeah, and absolutely it'll move. The goalposts always move. That's part of part of being a Cowboys fan, part of being around this organization that has been so hungry for sustained success. And, and, and by sustained, I mean playoff success. Until they do something, whether it's a divisional round or a uh, a conference championship game win, then then at that point you can you can maybe silence some of those those naysayers. You can silence some of the critics because even if you beat Philadelphia this weekend, then I agree. I think there's still a glaring spot on the schedule that says San Francisco has your number. San Francisco yeah. has had your number, both in the regular season and in the playoffs. And until you beat them, whether it's in the playoffs at home or in the playoffs on the road, it doesn't matter. What should be the, the key right now for this Cowboys team is take care of your own business, continue to play your brand of football, which they've done the last four weeks. Uh, and, and I would argue they've done it in the last six or seven weeks since the bye week. They've played better football since the bye week, even in the loss against Philadelphia. But the second part of it is position yourself better come playoff time. And by doing that, you're, you're of course, trying to find a way to get home field advantage. You're trying to find a way to win the division. As long as you can take care of that, then it puts you in a better position come playoff time to try and take down San Francisco, to try and beat Philadelphia for what would be a second time if you really need to. So if you can continue to play your best football, which Dallas has been doing, and you can position yourself in a place to be successful come playoff time, that's when the naysayers, I think, need to probably start taking a step back. But until then, I think it's warranted. They haven't beaten good teams the only team they've really beaten with a winning record was the seattle win and even that was a tough one so and the there's, jets there's, and that's true the jets were one and zero at that point but the <laughs> there's there's ways 
there's ways that you can silence the critics, and uh, some of them may not come until playoff time, and that's that's just a warranted piece of uh, critique along the way. Now, we talked, obviously, a ton about Cowboys, Eagles, Kyle, and for good reason, but I will also argue to you, this is the most fun weekend for high school football playoffs with the state semifinals. I, I, I realize the state finals are obviously a ginormous deal, but usually if you sure. have Metroplex teams, they're most likely to match up with, you know, your Houston, Austin, San Antonio type areas in the finals, whereas in the state semifinals, you can get all kinds of Metroplex matchups. Is there yeah. a high school playoff game you're particularly interested in this weekend? Yeah, I think I, I think you're spot on. I've always loved semifinal week, and of course, the state championship week is great. And it's at AT&T Stadium, and you're under the lights, and that's where dreams come true. But the 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 semifinal week, you're still seeing teams play at college stadiums around the area. You're still seeing teams play at really nice, uh, really nice high school stadiums. It's still has Stadium, that high school yeah. football feel. Yeah, that high school football feel to it. Tonight, I'll, I'll be at uh, Emerson and South Oak Cliff. They're playing at the Star and just being here. Uh, I'm going to make a stop over there. I mean, Frisco Emerson, I've gotten to call a number of their games throughout the year. Uh, they've got an Oklahoma committed quarterback, Michael Hawkins, who's been playing lights out. And they're trying to take down – it's only their second year as a varsity program. They're trying to take down back-to-back state champion uh, South Oak Cliff. So South Oak Cliff has won – two straight state championships and Emerson hasn't even played two straight seasons yet as a (laughs) program. Amazing. Really excited about this matchup. It'll be fun to watch. I I like some of the guys on the defensive end. They've got a linebacker called, or his name is Agape Lawrence. um, And he flies all over the field. He wears number 11. So I I guess the natural look would be like a Micah Parsons, but he's, he's wider than Micah and he goes sideline to sideline. I swear he's on every tackle it, it, it doesn't matter if it's a pass attempt or a run attempt. So I'm, I'm excited to see that matchup and see how those two teams go at it. But there's a ton of great football in the area. If you have a chance, make your way out there. The, the weather's been phenomenal. Go, go find a game tonight and just enjoy it. Appreciate it very much. As always, sir, great insight. We'll catch up with you again next week. Wait, what game are you watching tonight? Uh, man, the game this weekend that I am, there's two of them. Like, I know a lot of people are hyped up about the Alito Forney game, but North Crowley, Duncanville, yeah. and South Lake Carroll, DeSoto. I, I think those are the two that I'm really yeah. curious about how they'll turn I'm out. I'm pulling for a sock three-peat, so that's what I'm fair, rocking for. Fair, very fair. Ooh, that, you, you, trying to, you, you want to make a bet on it, Corey? You want to try and oh. uh, According to Odyssey guidelines, I'm not allowed that's to be on air oh. bets. Oh, we're, not but, talking, uh, we're not talking cash. We're not talking <laughs> oh, cash here. Oh, eyebrows for eyebrows. Pinky toes. There's no way. Pinky toes, right? There's no way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Just text Thanks, me. Guys, we'll get this bet it. underway, all right? All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. There you go. Kyle Yeomans right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we're live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Bedford. We've talked about the game all day. We've talked about the game all week. It is your turn to make your official prediction for Cowboys-Eagles plus Masterpiece of the Week. It's a jam-packed segment. Good news for you. It's up next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back under center. Followed by Lipke and Pollard. He fakes it to Pollard. Steps up. Throws back of the end zone. There's C.D. Lamb. Tumbling. But he gets both feet down. Touchdown Cowboys. And they retake the lead in the first. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. There's Kyle as we are live at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Bedford. Miller Lite's going to be giving away a pair of tickets to Cowboys Eagles. The only way to get involved, though, is you have to sign up before the show is over if you want that opportunity to win those tickets. Shohei Otani has officially signed with the Blue Jays until everybody else said, no, he didn't. What he has the not, hell, not made dude? That official yet. Oh, my God. It is the wildest thing that's happening on. So hold on. Right so now. he is not signed? The, uh, yeah, I saw I saw a note earlier uh, that said that he had agreed to a deal with the Blue Jays, according to some, multiple reports from Dodgers Nation. Every other credible reporter I've seen since then has said that it still could happen. But it has not been made official yet, so none of the like none of the Bob Nightingales or the Morosis or the Passons are willing to get in on this at the moment, Kevin. So that is a wild thing. I'm sorry to try and like freak you out there. Oh my god! But it, it did sound very official. But then you were kind of waiting for more sources on it, and everybody's like, "Look, look man, it could happen." I don't but. know. I don't know why that made me so nervous or mad. I'm not a <laughs> Blue Jays, Giants, or Dodgers fan. So what difference does it I, make to I, me? I do know this, Kevin. The Blue Jays are are owned by a media conglomerate like that is Odyssey no I don't know, know, know about that but I do wonder if that is helping factor in in that conversation because they can offer money because I wonder if they know if they have a better understanding of what their monies are like since they're not necessarily are they dealing with Ooh. Uh, the the diamond group question and, though are they sure he's not being offered 600 million Canadian dollars? Oh yeah, and, and then he you're understand. like, oh man, yeah, he I doesn't know the difference. It, over. it wasn't as good. Yeah, just something to think about. All right, it is also a shout out Friday from the 903. I need a shout out for the Malakoff football team, 3A, ranked 25th in the whole state, playing for the championship next Thursday. Please and thank you. Love you guys. Love you back. Best of luck going into the championship next week. But it's time, Corey. 877-881-1053 in the truckwreck.com text line. What is your official prediction for Cowboys-Eagles? We've mm. been talking about it all week. We've been talking about it all day. It's interesting 
this is very different from the last Eagles Cowboys week because that was World Series mania right there. And so we talked about it, but nowhere near as much as we normally would. This feels very much like a regular Cowboys Eagles week. I'm going 34 to 28 uh, Cowboys in this one. And I know you're like, hold on, that doesn't make any sense. When you score the game-winning touchdown to walk off, you know, and there's no time left on the clock, don't even kick the extra point to make it 35. Oh. You just leave it at 34 and you move on with your life. Okay. You move on to Buffalo. So I'm, th I'm thinking Cowboys score a lot of points. But I think the Eagles are still going to get their points and get their due as well. It's just not going to be enough this weekend. From the 8-1-7, Cowboys win 28-24. And I saw another one that said Cowboys win 24-20. But the last two are much more definitive from the 2-1-4. Cowboys make a statement and blow out the Eagles 38-13. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, from the 5-1-0, Cowboys win 41-20. So there are people who say they make a definitive statement. To me, I'm going to say 31-23, Cowboys. I think the definitive statement is just winning this game. Because, look. Your season is locked in if you lose this game. You're going to, I realize yeah. mathematically it could still, you know. But realistically, you're locked in at the number five seed, which probably means a walk against the, the NFC South in the first round and then going on the road against San Francisco, you know? Yeah. Like, or I guess you could still go on the road against Philly, which you might actually prefer that. Yeah. But it's going to be a significantly tougher road ahead. If you win this game, I, I know people are not necessarily as concerned about this, but Dak is one of the two favorites and said one of the three favorites for the MVP. You're at a tie for the top of the division. I realize you probably still end up losing the tiebreaker, but now you're in a position where the Eagles can't afford one more misstep or you have an opportunity to take over. San Francisco can't afford one single loss or else you could be the number one seed. Win this game however possible. That's the statement. Yeah, my, my, my push from Mike McCarthy here, Kevin, if I'm Mike McCarthy on this is, and I know he's still, you know, he's dealing with his, his day surgery and everything. Sure. But the, the mindset of win this game, but we also got Buffalo next week, and we also have Miami next week, and there's no let up for me after that until the bye You're week. Right. Okay, You're right. Okay, you, you get your bye. Uh, you get your first round by, then we'll take you. Your bodies can rest, okay, guys. That's whenever your bodies can finally get that that rest because it's not like we beat these three or these four straight uh, teams, and then we get to take off against Washington. Because if Washington was to beat you at the end of the season, Kevin, then the, all that was for naught. You're right. You know, if Philadelphia doesn't lose again, so my mantra at this point is we got to have a strong December so that we can have the bye to start things off this year. Now, and again, we need San Francisco to to, to crumble uh, somewhere too. Although I, I will tell you this, if you tell me you have to settle for the second seed and you don't get a bye, but you would get home field until the NFC championship game, then I'm like, you I'll know take what? Home field. I'll, yeah, I'll accept that. Is from the 817, Shohei will base on his decision on if the Cowboys win or not. Can you confirm <laughs> or deny if that is in fact the case? Uh, my sources have not told me that. Your so. sources have been screwing around with us today. <laughs> Just though. with your emotions. From the 469, 3230, Cowboys always a nail biter. 
from the 803-3311 Cowboys score Agami question mark? Dude, uh, I feel like that would be right. What was really funny this morning, Kevin, was hearing Sean and RJ and Bobby, and they were like, "How? There's a place you can go look up Scoragami, right? Like, there's a place where you can you, you can. Is there an app where you can enter?" And I was like, "Oh my God, do y'all not know Scoragami?" It's that is that is infuriating. I'm gonna send Choppy the link right now. Our Tolos, Twolos, and YouTubers know it because Daniel and Forney. Cowboys will win with a Scorigami score of 46-20. And I know this is usually the spot where Mike gets nervous. He's like, if everybody thinks the Cowboys win, that's usually when they lose. He's already said that twice this year, and they've won. So I'm not worried about that. And secondly... Well, Arizona. No, but he didn't say that that week. He didn't? No. He didn't. He, but we all agreed. No, no, that's true. But he was the first person who was like, Arizona's a bunch of fart heads. We can't lose that game. <laughs> so it's the games where he thinks everyone is too confident in a game he's not sure about. And so we've already done that twice and won. Plus, it doesn't matter if all of the fans think it. I don't think in the locker room McCarthy's like, hey, you know, I got this surgery now because this game's over. We have already won. And if that's the case, mm -hmm. then we need to figure out something different because this head coach ain't working. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. And right now, it's time for some Masterpiece of the Week. It's this. Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Happy what Friday up, to you, Chris? Chris. Miss your face, man. Oh, miss your face, too. All right. This is Masterpiece of the Week. It's a segment we do every week in which we re revisit some of the funny, stupid, or odd things that happened on this program recently. Gentlemen, we have some good ones today. We'll go through it quickly today. Is that, is that all right with y'all? Sounds yeah, good to me. Take your time. Sounds right. good. Who should we uh, volunteer to go first this time? Mike. Mike. Mike, all right. Well, he's, he's busy uh, with his four-day weekend, but we'll still go over his... Oh. <laughs> His cuts here. Agreed. First one here. He had some really good analysis uh, on Thursday Night Football. Patriot. They have good sandwiches in Pittsburgh. They load them with French fries yeah, on them. That's the name of the, and the they, place. And uh, their lettuce has, like, they put, like, kind of like an oil vinegar on their lettuce, too, that they put in sandwiches. Mm -hmm. And then they have quality meat. That's, okay. that's oh, true. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you for that. <laughs> Look. People, it is when he says the simplest things yeah. that he's so proud of. People will ask, is the show planned out? Is it planned out in terms of there is a theoretical run sheet? Yeah, we have a yes. structure. There is no way in hell I knew that when talking about Thursday Night Football, Mike would go, you know what they do with their sandwiches up in Pittsburgh? I don't think he knew that until one second before it happened either. Do you think <laughs> he knew the name of the place? No, Because I, I said it three times, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure he still had, he no, had no clue, clue. that Permantes no is the name no of that place. No clue. Well, guys, here's a pretty good one from Corey as well. Yeah, you wouldn't make it through night if I was in bed with you. That's I mean, going to be tough to be. I want to be honest about this. I remember saying that, all right? And I remember saying that I would smother you with a pillow. But I can't remember what the reason was that I'm smothering you with the pillow. And that's the thing that frustrates me the most. Because in general, in life, I wouldn't do that. You're a pretty good dude. I kind of I kind of like working with you and everything. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out what exactly it was that, that would make me so mad that I'm taking that pillow and saying, all for you, man. See, and you know what? And also, how did we get in bed together? I interpreted that. Well, you know how. I interpreted that a totally different way, but that's going to be tough to beat. Have we ever shared a bed? Ooh, I Ooh. don't think so. Well, on Have that we topic, let's go ahead and go to this pillow thing that you're talking about here, Corey. If you wake oh, me you, up. What would you do? 
<laughs> I'd put a pillow over his face. If if you here's the thing. Violently. I don't know. Maybe I wait till he goes to sleep, and I don't have to do it that violently. I just leave it there, and then he's no longer with us. You know the thing about that well, there is there it is. You woke me up because I. Here's the deal, Kevin. When I lay down, it's uh, going to take me an hour to fall asleep. All right? Uh, That's just the way my brain works. Mm. It takes me a while to drift into that place. And if right at minute 59 you go, hey, isn't this funny? <laughs> I will be like, I will be, you have woken me up out of that moment, and now I'm furious because I'm not going to be able to go to sleep for the rest of the night. You know what the disappointing part is? Not only are you a murderer, you're a lazy murderer. Mm -hmm. You want me to die, but you don't want to do the work. Yeah, I don't want to do the, the whole effort of like, you're sitting there trying to wrestle it away. I just want Look, it to be an easy thing. I hope nobody <laughs> kills me. But if they do, yes. I hope they do the work. And here's the problem here, because I know I've told you where the murder weapon's going to be. Yes. But now I've killed you, and I've hidden the murder weapon. Well, guess what, Corey? I've already written a note about where the murder <laughs> weapon is in the instance that I am murdered. <laughs> That's a good Kevin, uh, if, if you're murdered, would you, would you make this noise right here? <laughs> okay. That, that was good. That was my Adam Sandler impersonation of him playing Mike Madonna in the movie where he just fell over on the gurney. Still can't believe it's you laughed. It's so at that. absurd. He because I know he's okay, I couldn't help it. Look, <laughs> you know So if he if it was he wasn't okay, you'd be like, man, that is not funny. That is tragic. Or I would have turned my mic off and walked out of the room. <laughs> Look. People have natural reactions. Sometimes they're not they're not good. And I feel bad that I thought that was hilarious. It was comedic the way he's strapped down to the board and they're standing there and he just tips over. <laughs> well, I got we, in a wreck in a wreck once and my buddy was in the hospital and Ooh. well they just they had to take him cuz there was no uh, there was no adult there was no adult there in present so they had to take the other minors i was one my parents drove me over to the hospital to see them and he's laying there on a gurney like that at the hospital and his head is taped down but when he sees me he tries to sit up to say hi oh. but he couldn't cuz his head was taped down and i felt really bad because i laughed out loud about that oh so. brother you can't help it man <laughs> what's next well, Mike had an idea of all the Tolos out there. I don't know if any of these people are at Buffalo Wild Wings right now, but let's hear it from Mike. Name one person. Who could be listening? Sure. Your mom. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, she could be. She probably is. Name two. Kevin's mom. <clears throat> Kevin loves mom. We are a, a show that loves moms, too. My wife is a mom. My mom is a mom. Uh -huh. My grandmother is a mom. My grandmother was a mom. Uh, and so when it comes to moms, I think we're all in the same boat here. I, I have a grandmother that's no longer with us. Ah, she gotcha. was a mom. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, man, I think that, I think that we love mom. We're probably the mom loving his show on this station, I do believe. Big, big be mom lovers. Yeah, I, I'd yeah. say Can't See Masterpiece is the number, number one mom lover show uh, here. I we can, like we can it. state that. We oh, used to be Chris. the beardiest show. Now we're the mom loving his show. True. All right, and we'll bring it up the rear here with the ultimate huh? Jacksonville Jaguars fan. I mark myself. Mark yourself with what you just said, sir. All right, that'll be on the Back next ma masterpiece of the week. But for now, let's listen to Mike with his best Jaguar impression. Through the <laughs> Is that a Jaguar? <laughs> Why did he make the noise and ask the question? Like he's making that noise, and he's like, "Hold on." Was that the right noise? Corey, I'm going to tell you something. 
there are a few things in life I would watch more than Mike narrating a National Geographic special because he, he would be like, the jaguar is in its natural habitat saying, Woo! <laughs> or whatever he would do. And I think it would be amazing. Yeah, it would probably be pretty funny. Mike will do it funny. He will. Man, this has been a great masterpiece of the week. Do you all have any votes for... Give me one more. One That's more? That's my next okay. vote. One yeah, more. One well, more. My favorite thing is that we have a journalist among us, and we have a not-so-journalist. Here's Mike. Playing with Tom Brady helps. Helped. Tom Brady's not playing anymore. True. Yeah, past unless, tense. Unless. He said, he said past tense. Unless, man, is, is that in the AP style book? <laughs> yeah, not. what a savage grammar burn that was right there. All right, I'm gonna vote for Corey saying you wouldn't make it through the night. <laughs> oh, that's that one, not that, the smothering nope, one. Nope, that's that's my vote. I'm gonna, yeah, vote. you wouldn't make it through night if I was in bed with you. Probably not. What are you going to go with, Corey? What's your What's I'm your gonna favorite? Go, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the uh, with Mike and our love for moms. Oh, there we go. That's 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 a fantastic one too. I'll go ahead and play that one one more time. Name one person who could be listening. Sure, your mom. That's a fact. Yeah, she could be. She probably is. Name two. Kevin's mom. Chris, do you have a vote as well? I like the grammar. I, it's just a you know, journalism oh, background a here as well, so I think it has to be a tie. But there's Masterpiece of the Week, y'all. I, I thought you were going to play it again, <laughs> Chris. You want me to play it again? Yeah, yes. go ahead and play it again, dude. Oh, let me find it. Oh, there we go. There it is right <laughs> here. Past tense. Too, Found it. Playing with Tom Brady helps. Helped. Tom Brady's not playing anymore. True. Yeah, past unless, tense. Unless... <laughs> he did say past tense, didn't he? He says words weird. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Bedford. Coming up next, we will chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation. We'll do it next right here on 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Remember, your one-stop shop for all things Cowboys-Eagles on Sunday is 105.3 The Fan. Lions-Bears will get going at 11.30, and then Chiafalo and Broadus will get the pregame going at about 3.15. And the pregame will feature Merrill Reese, Tyler Biotish, and, of course, all the postgame action for hours on end for better or worse after Eagles-Cowboys is over. Right now, courtesy of DM Leasing, it is time for our chit chat with those fellas from the G Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Awesome, Heggy. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. The more we've talked about it all week long, all day long, is I'm feeling good about a Cowboys victory on Sunday night. Not an easy victory, but a victory. Where are you guys at when it comes to predictions for Sunday night football? I, th- I think it's, uh, you know, it, it's safe to predict victory. I don't think there's any homerism in there. I'm just trying to go back and forth on, you know, do I expect a one-touchdown win? Do I expect a blowout? But I definitely expect a Cowboys win. My only consternation is by how many? Samesies, samesies. I think the Cowboys win, and I think it's a high-scoring game. I, like, this is – I think this is going to be uh, kind of a, a laser show. Uh, certainly on the Cowboys side of things, but I know the Eagles, their offense, there's been you know a lot of talk this week of their struggles, and I certainly buy into a lot of those, but getting Dallas Goddard back I think will be big for them, and they'll find a way to put up some points 
And it'll be a fun one. I think it'll be a really, really fun game, but I do expect the Cowboys to win by probably, I think they cover. They win by four? Yeah, let's go ahead and Three and, and a half right now, the spread. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it'll be a high-scoring game as well. It certainly was last year on Christmas Eve, and that was with Gardner Minshew starting for the Eagles. You know, you get the fast track there of AT&T Stadium. But the Cowboys always put up 40. I think they just get shy of the 40 points. I'm going to go Cowboys in this one, 34 to 30. And I do think they cover by exactly four. I think Vegas knows what they're doing here. This is a replay of the Seattle game is what this is going to be. It's going to be a track meet. It's going to be up and down the field. Neither defense is probably going to be able to handle the other's offense for some time. But you're going to have to find a way to get a stop, maybe turn somebody over. But I I think the Cowboys have got this one. All right. Cross the board. I like it. I like it. Now, have you been caught up with or do you believe you will stay caught up with the Shohei Otani drama as we've heard multiple fake signings today, but their thought is that he might just sign today. Yeah, I, I think that uh, the 24 hours is what I saw Ken Rosenthal recently report, and it seems like it's down to the Blue Jays or the Dodgers. I do think that is accurate, that it'll be one of those two teams. Blue Jays, a little bit surprising, but hey, Shohei is one of those guys that you never know what he's quite looking for, and they were a postseason team. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we'll be plugged in, we'll be watching, but unfortunately it's not going to be our Texas Rangers. Is there any chance that he'll accept the Blue Jays' offer without knowing that it's $600 million in Canadian dollars <laughs> and the conversion rate will really hurt him on the total uh -oh. that he brings home? I do like the idea of them trying to sneak one past him, you know, him and his agent or whatever, and just see if it works. And then if it doesn't, you're just like, oh, my gosh, just a, an egregious typo, and we'll get that uh, redrawn up here in a minute. Sorry about yeah, that. It's probably not the best to piss <laughs> off the person that you just signed for 10 to 12 years on a technicality, yeah, right? Yeah, but he's under contract now, you know, deal with it. A guarantee contract. He can uh -huh. just hang out. Be like, you signed. Oh. You signed on the dotted yeah. line. It's over now. Sorry, Shohei. Yeah, get out there and play. What? Well, let's say it is the Blue Jays. Because obviously if it's the Dodgers, that's a different deal, and you wouldn't have to really deal with that until the World Series. What do you think that does with the Blue Jays in the hierarchy if Shohei signs with them? Man, I feel as though they still would not be the favorites in their own division. I think that'll still end up being the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, I think that they will have a nasty lineup. The question, again, will be the Blue Jays pitching. I mean, their best pitcher coming into the season, and Alec Manoa, ended up just pooping on himself and was terrible and had to get Yikes. sent down and was just irrelevant this year. Just embarrassed. So, I don't know. I, I still just wouldn't consider the Blue Jays a threat until they prove it. I think they'll be a playoff team and he'll get to play postseason ball for the first time in his career, but I just don't see them leapfrogging some of these other World Series contenders like the Rangers, the Orioles, and even the Astros. Now, for everyone that we've talked about today, we've also talked quite a decent amount about high school football. And I know you guys have varying experiences with that in terms of being a fan, calling it, playing mm -hmm. it. Are you guys also interested in the plethora of Metroplex matchups in the state semifinals this weekend? I think you got to be, bro. South Lake Carroll and DeSoto. That's the that, one, That's dude. a must-watch. And Forney is really good taking on Alito. That's going to be a fun game. I mean, last night... Uh, Malikoff taking on Brock, I thought was a big game as well there. So, I mean, but Carroll and DeSoto, every year we were covering high school football, those are always teams that are, have, have championship dreams. Carroll has one of the best quarterbacks in the, in the country, Huge. right? Yeah, yeah, big kid. Okay, yeah. I'm interested in that. Interested to see how that always fares with them. 
The Soto, though, man, I'll tell you what. That's, the Soto's got to be the favorite. Yeah, I mean, after they beat Duncanville a, in the regular season. Yeah, it's a fun program to watch. I like going a, to a game, you know, especially okay. in your town. Uh, but it's just so big. I have never really been able to wrap my head fully around it. Uh, Heggy, can I offer something, though, in a, in a consolation, though, as we yeah. talk about this? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to know what you guys think about the length of the half times of high school games. Oh, no, gusta. Is there something? Too long. Is there more something? More band. If, if, uh, more band. Mm. Okay. I, I was. I was. I've, more I've, band. Less I've heard. Team. I've heard people talk about if you're the home team, your band gets to play. If you're yes. the visitors, you don't get to play. So I, I don't know. Is that a? Is that save you some time in this, or, or should we all let everybody play? Yeah, I'm pretty intrigued by that. I would but love- you're warming. You're basically doing warm ups for the UIL competition as a band. So that that's your warm up opportunity. Look. So I think they need to play on both sides. And warm up on the- your own time. Yeah, I was in the drum corps. <laughs> I was in the band. So if we want to pretend like all things are equal and people are there to see the band, like they're there to see the football team, I guess we can. But I, I would make it a merit based system. If you have two running teams in the game. Both teams can play. Mm-hmm. If you plan on throwing the ball a lot, somebody's got to get cut. Those half times are too dang long. Dang right. You should have dang. to earn it. You should yes. have to prove that you're entertaining to get out yes. there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You could have a. You I love could, that idea. You could have a pregame showdown in the stadium, and whoever yep. wins, they get. This could be very drama. We have determined that the uh, the referee make the announcement. Yeah, it comes on the mic. Yeah. We have determined that the Allen Band will perform this week, <laughs> and the Coppell Band will have to sit this one well, out. It, ta- yeah. it takes about thirty minutes just to get the Allen Band onto the field. Yeah, I've, really been, really I've never God. seen a band that big Holy in my life. Crap. I have never. Most, most of these bands can't play. I've seen bigger. You know, some bands can play, <laughs> and in, in that event, they're part of the entertainment. You're like, man, I'm so excited to see the band later on too at Woo! halftime. This is going to be great. If you can't play, we're basically just using the football team to get you guys' attention. Because nobody wants to hear it, you know. And I think oh, those, I think those yeah. kids need to be held accountable, just as the guys that can't make the football team are held accountable. Okay, right. football team guys got to tough up. If they don't make it, so should the band. Didn't no, you always no love lunches. seeing the uh, football player that's out there playing the tuba? Yes. He takes his pads off at half. He goes out there, plays with the bands, and puts. That was the, me. Yep. Yeah, oh, there you me. go. Yeah, you kept school. the pads on. Which one were you better at? Stage ready. Which uh, one were you better at, band I didn't or play football? football? I didn't play football until my junior year of high school, so mm. uh, so I had a lot to Sam learn. Sam Williams style, uh, I like yeah. It. But I, I was probably I was probably pretty bad at both. So <laughs> oh no, I was better at baseball. <laughs> What do you guys got coming up on the program there? I was terrible at band, too. It traumatized me, so <laughs> sorry for venting on All the there. spit. Uh, Stephen Jones at 3 o'clock. Uh, Pure gold, as always. Thanks for asking. All right. Love lo- it. Looking forward to it. Roll home with the G-Bag Nation and hopefully just a little bit more band talk. We have been the KNC Masterpiece. Thank you to everyone who's come out here in Bedford. Buffalo Wild Wings next week in Roanoke. We'll see you, and we'll be back Monday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here. I want to fight through the fans. Say go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.